Hey everybody and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. It's Wednesday night. No, it's not. It's Thursday night. Oh my Let's gosh. start over. Hey guys, it's it's Thursday night. It's time for the Psychic Hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope so, because if not, I'm at the wrong show and I played the wrong intro. <laughs> no, you made it. Uh, and thanks for the intro. That's brand new. Good job. It's awesome. Yeah, thank you. I it seems weird to play the other intro. Yeah. And then talk about like metaphysical and spiritual stuff. I keep meaning to like, I think make something different. Yeah. A little bit more separation. I like that. Mm -hmm. I do. Well, want to welcome all of our chatters. You guys are so yes. awesome. Uh, we've got Rogue House that was here earlier with a very sweet comment. She's uh, currently binging the Valo Daybell stuff. Oh, my goodness. And enjoying it a lot. So good. Pace yourself, my friend. Pace yourself. <laughs> Cranky JR. Hi guys. Yeah, Katie is frozen, and I was not sure if you could hear her or not, but Katie is totally frozen. That is really crappy. Okay, well, I'm here. So hey everybody. I hope you can hear me. Please let me know in the chat if you can hear me. If you hear me talking, let me know. Not sure what happened. We got kicked off there for a moment. I am still here, so we're just going to keep on keeping on, and hopefully Katie's going to come back to us. But I think she was just welcoming everybody to the chat. You can hear me. Awesome. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. And yes, I hope you enjoy my background. You can't see it very well, unfortunately, because I'm sitting right in front of it. But this is actually, I'm going to move out of the way a little bit so you can see the center of it. This is actually a fractal I just made uh, yesterday, and it's so pretty, but it doesn't make a very good background, I realize, because I'm mostly sitting in front of the most important part. But anyway, I want to say welcome to Shell and Patricia and Bianca and JR and Jennifer and Joy and Christine and Cranky and Lauren and Stephanie. And is that everybody? Patricia. Yeah, I think that's everybody. So nice to have you all here. And I'm sure we'll get Katie back in a moment. We're just having, we're having a moment. Let me just say it like that especially because you can see the edges of my green screen right now, which is a weird thing. Well, let's start this show off with our favorite question, which is, what did you make for dinner? This is what we always start psychic care with. I made pork chops and fried green beans and with a blue cheese sauce. And guys, I'm very proud of myself, first of all, because I made it. <laughs> Second of all, because it was really good was really, really, really good. So um, what did you all have? Oh, Jennifer had pizza. Lauren says nothing yet. Uh, it looks like I have a message from Katie. Um, her internet has crashed. Darn it. So we're just going to keep on going without her and she'll be back. She said she's going to restart her router and see what's going on. Um. Let's see. Chicken and broccoli stir fry. Ooh, tuna on tomato. Ooh, I hate tomatoes, but Chris, I'm glad you like them. Lasagna. Mac and cheese with wieners. I, you know, it's a classic. Everybody likes it. What can you say? 
fish fry, chicken fingers and fries and coleslaw, grilled cheese with white cheddar. Ooh, white cheddar. Love that. Joy needs to cook something. Ooh, shell made. Frozen burritos in her air fryer. Oh my gosh. You guys, how many of you have an air fryer? Do you love that thing? Do you feel like, where has this thing been all my life? Or is that just me? Because frankly, um, I love my air fryer. It is wonderful. It is, oh my gosh. I'm amazed at the difference when you cook food in it. Plus, you know, less fat and just, yeah. Uh-huh. Maureen loved the air fryer. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, pizza. Hey, Elizabeth, you're first live with us. Oh, so glad you're here. Welcome, welcome. Um, oh, Lauren has not used her air fryer yet. I got to tell you guys, I resisted it for a while because I'm like, how many more kitchen appliances do I actually need? And then I got one and I was like, um, I'm an idiot. So uh, maybe just give it a shot because it's better than anything else you've got. I promise. It's amazing. Oh, YouTube's passing out our notifications, though. That's weird because Katie did the uh, invite for this this morning. So who knows? Peanut butter cookies that I'm going to dip in Nutella. <laughs> Aaron, that sounds like a fantastic dinner. Yeah, if you haven't used your air fryer, give it a go. If you don't have one, get one for your next birthday. I don't know. Yeah, they're completely awesome. So, as you know, this is the Psychic Hour. Oh, uh, you don't like the Instapot. You know, I like it. Uh, the air fryers aren't super expensive. No, unless you buy them. Like, mine's a ninja, so it's in with the air fryer. Or the, mine does, like, six or eight different things, um, including slow cook and pressure cook and all that stuff. But they're not super expensive. Very cool. Well, you know what Katie and I wanted to do today, and so I guess that's what I will do. We were going to tell some of um, our own kind of like haunted kinds of stories, our own experiences. I feel like um, sometimes we need to talk about these things because um, you might not have anybody else to talk to about this stuff, you know? So we're going to talk about some of our stories about experiencing hauntings and you know, haunted kinds of stuff. Hey, Katie. Hey, guys. Oh, my gosh. You're back. Yeah. That was so weird. We didn't know what happened because I couldn't tell if I was frozen or if you were frozen. <laughs> no. It unfortunately, my internet just crashed. Well, I wonder if you had the any kind of problems like Rogue House. Rogue House says, sorry, I'm late. Power just got back on after four tornadoes touched down your way. My God. But they're okay. Thank heavens. Oh, that is God, crazy. Okay. Wow. Yeah. No, I didn't listen. I knew when I restarted my computer to be ready for this show, I felt very strongly then like I should restart my router oh. as well. And I was like, nah, it's probably fine. Well, it wasn't fine. I should listen. Yeah. Yep. You should. Bianca says maybe it was a ghost because we're right? going to talk about haunted stories today. That's right. Oh, we've got a few uh, new people here. Uh, Fisher Girl, welcome. Mary uh, and Cooper's friend. Hey, guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand the reins back to you. 
Okay. We've done. We've talked about what's what we all had for dinner. Oh, good. The good, the bad, and the peanut butter cookies dipped in Nutella. I was really <laughs> jealous about that. Well, and we've bad. been having a discussion about how fantastic air fryers are. Yes, I saw Oriana say she does not have an air fryer. Oh, man. It's worth the investment. It really no, is. Girl, and I'm tired of kitchen one. gadgets, but this one you will use on a regular basis. <laughs> Marge just bought one to take to her dorm. Oh, that's brilliant. <coughs> right? Brilliant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I thought um, I, I was feeling in the mood for some ghost stories tonight. Yeah. <clears throat> some haunted things and we definitely want to hear you guys's so mm-hmm. write them up for us and we will definitely share and yeah for some reason I think it's YouTube that will limit how much you can write so you'll either have to write it in blocks or go over to Facebook if it's longer just FYI that's right YouTube you know they're real bosses aren't they come on YouTube. I'm not ungrateful because I appreciate their opportunity and thank you YouTube for your excellent platform however they get yeah. a little but we need to hear our ghost stories, bro. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We do. Well, I mean, Christy, you and I have had so many experiences over the years. And I was thinking today about an experience with a client years ago that uh, she was a single mom and just had one daughter. And they were just kind of a little team. Mm-hmm. And they rented a house. They She had rented a house from the time... Her little one was a baby, clear up until she was a teenager. And they had an old couple in that house. Oh, yeah. And she had seen them before. And the baby would see them. She was constantly playing with somebody that wasn't there. She would cry in her crib and mom would go in to check on her. And there was already someone in there soothing her. And it was just like she had a team helping her raise that baby. And when she was a teenager, she came in to see me, mom did for a reading and just said, you know, I'm just curious about uh, this couple. Mm -hmm. And it, they had lived in that house prior. It was an old house. They'd lived in it prior. They just loved her. She was like a grandbaby to them. Mm -hmm. And she was so precious to them. And she knew that they were out and about. She'd seen them lots of times. And, you know, they, it was just this, really interesting um, gathering, you know, people living together and, you know, two humans and two ghosts that were just around a lot. They would have never harmed her or caused any trouble, of course, you know, but they just loved her and adored her. And they were moving from the house. So they were worried that uh, they would be abandoning their friends here. Mm-hmm. And what they had told me was that that was not the case, that they would definitely want to come back. And, you know, they they definitely follow them because they wanted to track her. And now she is, the, the child is a married mama with three little kids of her own. And she still has them around, her babies. Yeah, it's very sweet. I love sweet. that. I think yeah. that's really cool. Because we hear so often, like, scary stuff when it comes to spirits. Yeah, and weird stuff. The majority of the time, it's actually not. It's real benign. Yeah. Yeah, and in this case, totally. She just, uh, you know, they loved her so much. She's so precious to them. But, yeah, I love the fact that they just picked up uh, with her babies, just helping with them. And it's just a really, really kind story, sweet story. That's cool. I love it. Yeah. 
Yeah. That is neat. Well, years ago, Rhonda and I lived in this really weird house. It was a Um, house that was two houses. Mm -hmm. It was an old, like an old farmhouse. And somebody had bought another house and moved it in and sort of hooked them together. Why they did that, I I don't know. (laughs) But it was a weird little place. But we were renting it. It was when Rhonda had her very first job out of college as a counselor. And I was still in college. And so we... um, we were living in this house and there was this back door that we didn't use. It was part of the old part of the house. And we didn't use the old part of the house very much because it was kind of creepy to be perfectly honest. And this old back door was a wooden door and it didn't close very well. And so we just kept it shut and locked and we didn't use it. Then we had other doors. As you can imagine, this house had a lot of doors. <laughs> to in weird outside. places. Yeah, yeah. In weird places. It was very strange. So, I started hearing that door open and close. And I'm like, how can that be? That door is locked. It's hard as hell to open and close because it swells. And I would go and look and the door was fine and there was nobody there. And this was early in my um, developing of my intuition on an intentional level. And so I started reaching out and asking who was there because I would hear the door and then I would hear these loud boots on these old stairs. They were old, like um, concrete stairs that would come into the back of the house. And what I discovered was this old farmer who had lived in the house a long time ago and had lived in like the original farmhouse. And he was looking for his wife. And now, I didn't know these people. They lived long before I ever lived there. Mm -hmm. But it was very clear to me that he was looking for his wife. And he didn't understand that she was dead. And so was he. We just kind of had this conversation about, here's the deal. You know, she's passed on. So have you. You seem kind of stuck. I called in some of my angels to help him to move him along. And then he went away and I never heard that door open and close again. But it did scare me the first couple of times. I'm like, what the hell? How is anybody getting in this house? But no, he really was. He was just repeating his same pattern of coming in the back door after doing his chores, looking for his wife. It was a strange experience, but um, he wasn't scary or mean or anything. And when I did, you know, just kind of explain like, hey, you know, you're, you're kind of stuck in a cycle here. And I've seen that before mm-hmm. with spirits that are just sort of stuck. They don't know what to do. So they just keep doing the same things they always did. Mm-hmm. And yet they're not, you know, living anymore. But his wife had been gone a long time, maybe a hundred mm-hmm. years, like a long time. Mm-hmm. And when I told him and, and got some of my guides in to help him, he was able to cross over and go and, you know, actually find his wife. Uh, very interesting, but I'll never forget the first time I heard that door open and close. It yeah, scared the crap out of me. <laughs> I love it. Well, speaking of doors opening, last year, well, I guess two years ago, my son's best friend moved to Northern Idaho to go to college, mm-hmm. and uh, he and his roommate were having all kinds of paranormal experiences in their house. They were renting an old house 
close to campus and the cupboard doors were slamming and drawers were being opened and left open. There was all kinds of chaos mostly happening in the kitchen, but sometimes it was the back door, but it was mostly doors opening and closing or just mm-hmm. opening and staying open and stuff. And the kitchen cabinets were ones that latch. So it's not like they just fly oh. open on their own. Right. You know, and they were both hearing it and seeing it, but hadn't really discussed it with each other. And finally, one day, the other one's like, hey, ma'am, will you please quit leaving all these cupboards and drawers open? And he's like, I'm not. I thought you were. <laughs> and he said, no, no, it must be you because I'm not doing that. And he went, well, I'm not doing it. So then it really kicked up and was happening a lot. And they were mm-hmm. like, what the heck is going on here? And they were also hearing footsteps in the hall. And it just so happens that I cleared a dark entity off of this boy the year before for a different antic. Mm-hmm. And so he really, uh, you know, he he knew what to do. So he got my son on uh, the phone and they got on the phone with me. And I looked into it and discovered the really the sweetest thing. Uh, there was a girl, the spirit of a girl. Her name was Sarah. She was in the house. Uh, she was just trying to make sure they knew she was there. She was just, you know, <laughs> trying to get their attention. And, well, it worked. <laughs> mm-hmm. She was about their age, maybe just a little bit older. So Sarah had lived in that town and had been a victim of a crime and had died had been murdered essentially. And she was, I don't think she'd ever lived in this house per se. I actually feel like she followed one of these guys home. She saw them as brother figures. They were brothers to her. They were safety to her. She said she felt safe in this house because they were there. They were both uh, doing, they were college wrestlers and Mm. both just dang, dang good kids. Mm-hmm. And she said she just wanted to stay and be there because she felt safe there. And was that okay with them? And of course, they both are like, oh, well, then, of course she can stay, you know, <laughs> because <laughs> they're good boys, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, they did ask her to stop being quite so, uh, you know, do nuisance things in the middle of the night and stuff. And she agreed. Um, every once in a while, she would open something or, you know, just do something to make sure that she, they knew, you know, but then when it got close to them, time for them to move out, because they only lived there for two years, they reached out again and said, we're really worried now. What's going to happen to Sarah? We're going to leave her here. And so I asked her, I said, what are you going to do? Because they're moving and, you know, you need to decide. And she actually had really kind of glommed on to the other kid. Mm-hmm. And said that she wanted to just go with him. And so I asked him, are you cool with that? And he goes, sure. He said, she's no trouble if she wants to be around me. He said, that's fine. I was a little curious as to why she didn't feel safe because she was crossed over. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like she was just kind of a wayward spirit. She wasn't, but she wanted to be near brothers. Hmm. So last I knew, uh, Sarah was still shadowing him <laughs> because she felt safe around him. And it was, that was okay. But that was an interesting one, I thought. Yeah, that is. That's a super interesting one. I wanted to research the area and find her crime. Yeah. I've never done it. I really should. I know it's a very, a very specific area there. And then maybe mm-hmm. the more general area too. 
But anyway, I've always, that was always uh, the last few years stuck with me is a real kindness. You know, yeah. she'll always, I think, keep an eye on that kid and mm-hmm. be a support system to him yeah. in a way. Yeah. It's interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Well, one other one that's happened that happened to me after I moved into this house where I live now. I used to produce live internet radio. So basically it was like live streaming like this. And, but I would produce it. I would be the producer behind the scenes. And it was at one, two radio where Katie's other show is. Yeah. And after we moved here, I would be home alone. My son would be at school. Rhonda would be at work. And on the front door, I had hung a set of chimes that had belonged to our mom. And I would hear, and one of the reasons I did is because I had a teenager and I would be able to hear the door open and close late at night. Yeah. yeah. It was a, it was sort of a mom alarm. Yeah. Um, but I'd be sitting here in my office producing radio. I would hear the door open. I would hear those chimes and the door close. And I'd be like, that's weird. Mike's at school. Ron is at work. I'd go look. Nobody here. It happened several times and I realized it was my mom. It was my mom chiming the chimes just to say, hey, I'm here, you know, and and recognizing that those were her chimes hanging on the door. And I always just had this really sweet feeling that it was just her letting Mm -hmm. me know that she's here. But, yeah, I would hear the door open and close and and the chimes chime like it was clear as day exactly how it sounded when someone would would actually come in the house. Yeah. So I love, I love that. that. I guess a lot of my stories are about doors. So I don't know. Yeah. Interesting, huh? Yeah. Well, I love those hellos from heaven. I mean, we've said this lots of times that, you know, a lot of times when a spirit comes through, there's not a huge message sometimes, but a lot of times there's not. There's just a, hey, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge me. Remember me. Recognize me. Know that I'm near. You know, though those are so common. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, Right after our mom died, maybe three weeks after our mom died, I had a cell phone, a phone number call me. It looked like a cell phone number. And I answered it. And it was this lady's voice. And she said, hey, what are you bringing? And I said, what am I bringing? And she goes, yeah, what, you, what kind of soup are you bringing? Which was such a weird thing because we, every Sunday night, our family gets together to eat together and play cards. And there was always a conversation about what are we cooking? What are you bringing? What are you bringing? So that was a really normal thing to hear on the phone. Because we often would bring the same thing or be planning to bring the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd always want to check because we'll we'll do like casserole night or soup night or whatever. And we bring different things and whatever. Anyway. um, So she says, what are you bringing? And I said, what? And she said, what kind of soup are you bringing? And I went, I think you have the wrong number. And she said, isn't this Marianne? And I said, no, this is Katie. My mom's name was Marianne. And she goes, oh, oh, I guess I do. Okay, well, bye. And she hung up. And I was just stunned. I couldn't even speak. It was the craziest thing. I still have no idea what that was or where it came from. But the way she said, just a hello from heaven. Isn't this Marianne? Oh, yeah. That one was a shock to the heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We have well, a lot of stories in the chat. I'm going to start diving into those, Christy, do. while you 
Well, you say what you need to say, and then we'll I have going. one very short question or quick story. After our dad died, a couple of years after our dad died, I got a new cell phone. And when I went into like the phone part of it, I discovered that my dad's number was marked as a favorite. And I hadn't done that. He'd been dead for a couple of years. And now my dad's number is always marked as one of my favorites in my phone. I did not do that. He did that. But mm -hmm. I've just left it there. Like when yeah. you go to my favorites, to the ones you can just click on, it'll dial automatically. My dad's number is still in there. Mm -hmm. And I just, I'll, I will never forget that. I about fainted the first time that happened. I was like, that didn't used to be there. It just showed up. On wow. phone. Um, anyway, that was really cool. Yeah. Still have your lifeline. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right. Cranky says we have a husband and wife who lived in our house. They visit us, Elmer and Mrs. V. They like us. We don't see them, but we feel them around. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's cool. Mary said I channel and Katie helped me with my granddaughter deal with a ghost years ago and caught the voice change. He would talk through me. She said, you actually shut down your show and got your sisters to remove him. I remember Mary, that was ugly, mm -hmm. really ugly. Yep. Oh, Aaron said, so nice. Spirits don't always have to be trauma and drama. No. And a lot of no. times they aren't. No, the majority yeah. of the time they're not. It's not. Well, and isn't it interesting? Like we started talking about ghosts. Nearly every one of you has at least one ghost story. Or oh, spirit yeah. story, if you'd like to call it that. I've done this. I've tried this on my Facebook page before because I have a pretty eclectic group of you know Facebook friends, people that I went to school with, family members, neighbors, just you know random people that I know that maybe don't share my same spirituality. Actually, lots and lots of them that don't. Mm -hmm. But I will put up there, share one of my own stories, and say, hey, I just wondered what when's the time that you've experienced something. Every. I look at so many stories from people that I never expected to have one from. It's very interesting. I think mm -hmm. that the spirit world ties us together so much more than people realize. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we still, um, because when we owned our metaphysical store and spiritual center, people got to know our parents before they passed. Mm -hmm. And our mom especially still shows up in, in people like, clients mm -hmm. we've known for years or good friends we've known for years through there that mm -hmm. our mom will show up in their dreams mm -hmm. which I think is super cool I even have clients who never met my mom yes will tell me I had a dream about your mom yeah. you were with her and you guys were doing this and that and yeah mm -hmm. it's a, she is so active so she active. really is she's, she's been really in my dreams a ton lately I've had a lot of dreams with her mm -hmm. me too and with our cousin Becky that died in the spring Ah, uh, yes. Put some of them together, which is really sweet. Yes, because so, they would be. They oh, would yeah. Be. Right. They'll be pals. Yeah. Yeah. So Elizabeth said, when my son was little, a ghost protected my son so he wouldn't fall out of the same low window that she did years before. Oh, I would always goodness. keep something tall in front of it. If I moved it to clean, she would move it back in front of the window. Oh, wow. Wow. Makes sense. It does. Yeah. Uh, Bianca says, I have a question on a common entity. People see, and you can actually Google it, have you ever heard of the hat man? We think my husband saw him spying on our son once, but we aren't sure if it was the same entity. I'll say this, Bianca. 
I've never seen the hat man, but I know a lot of people who feel like they have. Yeah. So I'm not writing that one off at all. Yeah. Sorry, guys. My now, are driving me crazy. As you I'm know. guessing the hat man isn't a ghost per se, but yes, an entity. Yeah. An entity. Yeah. Shell said a uh, spirit named Philip, for some reason, was able to come through some portal. He would push drinks off side tables and stuff. Finally, he decided to go hang with a friend in South Africa. She was an intuitive. He says he's her security team now. Wow. It takes a lot of physical energy for spirits to manipulate physical things a lot. Oh, yeah. That's a toughie. Jennifer said, my sister used to have a spirit that hung around her when she was young. Our mom put it off to an imaginary friend until one night she heard her scream from the shop. When our mom ran in, she saw a big shelf leaned in midair. Once my sister got out from under it, it laid itself down. She had tried climbing up to sit behind him, and it had fallen over. It would have landed on her if he hadn't stopped it. Oh, wow. oh my gosh. That's yeah. crazy. Her protector. Mm -hmm. We knew a lady uh, that had a whole bunch of kids, and they had a minivan, and they took a vacation. And while they were on their trip, got, they got in a horrible, horrible car wreck and rolled and rolled and rolled. And the two-year-old was thrown out of their van. And the van in the last roll came clear off to the side like this and then slammed back down on the wheels. Mm -hmm. And when she, they got, she jumped out of the car, the two-year-old was laying on the ground. She was injured, but she, she lived. But she was laying on the ground right where if that van had rolled again, it would have rolled right over top of her. And... Mm -hmm. When her mom went and picked her up, she wanted to know where that grandma went. And she said, That's what so grandma? Cool. And she said, that grandma, she was right here. She had her hands on the car. And she had obviously stopped that van from rolling across over top of that baby. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I love it when it's little kids and they can tell you yeah, what's happened. You know, I just find that really cool. Yes. Shell, wondering about aliens, though. Have you had any experiences? Some. Mm -hmm. And I would love to talk about them. I think that that deserves a whole show. Yeah. So maybe next week or next week is marching orders. How about the week after? Yeah, let's do. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to talk about it. I, you know, I've had a lot mm -hmm. of experiences, mostly with uh, clients, but. Uh-huh. I've had a couple of my own and a lot with clients, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lauren says the house we lived in when I was uh, little was built around 1910. My parents were the only the second owners and purchased it after the original owners passed away when she was in her 80s or 90s. Once my sister and I were born, the previous owner would come in and check on us at night. That's so sweet. Yeah, it is. I've heard lots of people say that they have someone that, you know, will pull the covers up mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Sherry said she'd be gone talking about that house that the boys lived in. And Oriana said I'd be out of there. <laughs> oh, come on. She just needed some brothers. She <laughs> did. She wasn't scary. Yeah. Mary said that we told her how to place stones in her. Oh, this was in her granddaughter's room to keep the portal shut. Yeah, she had. They had a really weird thing going on. Mm -hmm. Like a, a real paranormal thing. Uh, yeah. yeah. When she moved, she took the stones. The next family, uh, we kind of missed a piece of this, I'm afraid, but essentially there was a portal in her granddaughter's bedroom, which is 
it's kind of like a doorway that opens to other dimensions or the other side or however you want to classify that. Yeah. They had some really scary stuff coming through that and scaring the crap out of people and, and injuring people. It was bad. Mm-hmm. And when they moved out, the next family whose child stayed in that room tried to hang themselves in that room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's super scary. It does seem like there are some houses when we have a friend who has a house like this mm-hmm. that you can never fully clear it. Like there's so much activity. There's something there. We have a friend's house that we've cleared. I don't even know how many times now. Yeah. yeah. And you sometimes people just kind of learn to live with things. Obviously, maybe not that, but you yeah. know, live with some activity because there are some places that you just, it doesn't matter what you do. Things go back. Yeah. Jennifer said, our uncle's house was haunted and I never told my children. One day while visiting them, my oldest daughter asked why the kids upstairs would not come down and play with her. Oh, that's That's so sweet. Patricia said, my dad has come to me a lot of times when I'm in times of trouble. I have a big choice to make. He comes and he will sit with me while I'm trying to figure things out. He never gives me the answer right out, but will tell me to follow my heart. Oh, I love that, Patricia. Lots of trust. Yeah. Yeah, that's really sweet. Oh, on the the children upstairs, the aunt said that they live upstairs and they just don't come downstairs. Wow. Wow. JR said one day I was in bed. I felt my bed vibrating. I woke up. I looked up and there was a picture. Under the pic, there was someone letting me know her time of death. Who sent me this message or was it my imagination? Wow. No. I don't think that that's a, your imagination. I feel like someone was coming through. I think, JR, you are an accidental medium, which means that occasionally you have a breakthrough of someone coming through. And mm-hmm. when you're in bed, when you're kind of in that not awake and not asleep state, that's a really easy place for spirits to come through because it's you're very in the right place for them to come in. Yeah, it's super common for people to have those experiences. Mm-hmm. Oriana said that her mother was raised in a haunted house. Mm-hmm. so Aaron many said, people are so many people have these stories you know right it's just like you can't deny it make you think something. that most houses are haunted yes yeah by something by some mm-hmm. energy or yeah mm-hmm. yeah Aaron said I lost good friends Emma and Michael because of my depression and because they were learning tarot and channeling in their new house that had something bad in there Michael said things were chewing on his feet. Oh, yikes. That house needed some work. Yeah. Jennifer said, I was pregnant with my oldest grandmother. She called to tell me congratulations. Or oldest. (laughs) Sorry. I don't think she was pregnant with her grandmother. Even the oldest one. I'm not. Isn't there a song about that? (laughs) I I don't know. When she was pregnant with her oldest, her great grandmother called to tell her congratulations. She had been gone for several years. Oh, wow. I love that. After my grandma died, our grandma Betty, just not long, like a week after she died, I had this dream about her and it was this huge family reunion. Tons of people there that I hadn't seen that had died. She Mm -hmm. had like 10 siblings and most of them died before she did. There were all of these people. Most of them I recognized. She was wearing this really pretty silky red blouse and red lipstick, which was so, that was dressed up grandma. I can just you know? see it. Like I can mm-hmm. visualize that. It probably had a high neck with a ruffle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That was her thing. She hated her neck. Oh, yeah, and 
especially as she got older. She got really skinny. She hated her neck. But anyway, I, in the dream, you know, I'm seeing all these people and we're talking and it's like, it's just a family reunion. It was very sweet. And then she says, oh, I forgot. I need to give you something. And she handed me a baby. And I went, oh, no, what is this? And she said, I needed to give him to you. And I really woke up thinking, my God, am I going to have another baby? I wasn't trying to, and I wasn't planning on it, but there was always another baby out there for me. I just, pregnancy was really tough on me and I had decided I wasn't going to do it again. Um, But his name was Max and he was always out there waiting and she handed me a baby and I went, oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I didn't didn't get pregnant. I don't know what happened or why. Maybe it was because I said no. But Maybe I had some bodily autonomy here. Maybe one of your kids will have him. I don't know. (laughs) That's what I think. One of my kids will have Max for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Shell said, my mom always told us she would turn on and off the TV. The night of her viewing, my sister and I were in two different rooms, but the TV turned on and off. (laughs) Good job, mom. Yeah. Yeah. Red girl said she's seen the ghost of her husband's great grandmother in the garden of the house she died in. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. I love that. And they had a haunted family portrait in their house when she was a teenager. Ooh. I would love to hear more about that. Yeah, Our ooh, haunted friend, items. Yes. Her dear friend, Natalie, this is a little different kind of haunting, but our dear friend, Natalie, her son died of a brainstem tumor, tumor when he was 11. And a few years later, she took a picture of her other two kids and her dad, and he was in it. Yeah, he was. I wish I still had it to show you. She's, I've bothered her for it several times because then I lose it. Um, I'm sure she'd give it to me again, but he's in it. You could see his face. It is yeah. the weirdest thing. It is so cool. I mean, it looks like energy. It's kind of like, it's almost like lightning with a face in it, but not quite that extreme. But, but you can see his face enough to know that that was, that was him. That, that's Cameron. It's yeah. so wild. Yeah, it's so amazing. Very cool. But he needed to be in that picture. And I'm sure mm-hmm. when she was taking it, she was thinking... The only thing missing is Cam, you yeah. know? Yeah. Chris said, when I'm photographing from inside my Jeep, my seat often reclines itself. Both hands are on my camera. I'm sure it's my hubby. You bet he is. Yeah. <laughs> Teasing you. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Get your attention. Always riding shotgun. Mary said, we get rakes, elementals here. Whenever my grandkids go camping, they follow them home. They seem to be drawn to them. I bet because we can see them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Elizabeth. Elementals are always drawn to kids. That's. Yeah. Kids and pets. Yeah. I have a dog client that he attracts elementals all the time. I don't know what it is with him. He's some kind of little fairy king or something. Because <laughs> he attracts elementals all the time. Okay. I. Uh, I lost it. Let's see. Oh, dang. Okay. Somebody wanted to know. Oh, Aaron, I got you. Here we go. Aaron wanted to know if you had a, oh no, Elizabeth, sorry. If you had a rough relationship with a parent and they are deceased, will they still visit you and protect you? You want to take that one? Yeah, absolutely. They will. The, the problems that happened in this life are, a part of their personality and their ego. And that's what they drop away when they die. And so your connection to them does not change, but all that, whatever was a problem in the past, it's not going to be anymore. 
Um, I've worked with many people who develop a much better relationship with their parents after they've passed. So don't be afraid of that because they will be there for you and protect you. And there's no, there are no, no grudges held on their end at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, Erin said with that house, she was just clearing up that she's not against tarot or channeling. It's that there was a shadowy thing in there that would influence her negatively and probably them too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cranky, yes. She said, I refuse to touch or deal with Ouija boards. I won't be in the same room with them. They make me sick. There are very few magical tools that I would ever say that about, but there's a big reason to stay away from Ouija boards. Ouija boards are super dangerous. They are not dangerous. They're a tool, but what they open is dangerous. Would you leave your front door open and go to the store or go to bed? Mm -hmm. No, you close it and lock it, right? Because you well, don't know who's coming through that door. Yeah, and most people don't know how. They can open the door. It seems to be a lot easier to open than it is to close. So you open up that door, which becomes a portal, and then you have no control over who's passing through it. Also, uh, Ouija boards are famous for lying to people. Mm. So people yeah. think that they have grandma here, and they don't. And it's, yeah, I, I have no energy for Ouija boards, no good mm -hmm. energy for Ouija boards at all. Yeah. No, we had a bad experience as kids where our cousins were using yeah. the Ouija board and they got really freaked out and they got in a big fist fight. Mm -hmm. They just like something took them over. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget that. It was terrifying. Yeah. We were there and we were younger than the oldest boy who was kind of, you know, doing him and his brother Eric, who are who was our age, were doing a Ouija board thing and Somehow it got them really, really upset and they beat the crap out of each other. And we had to pull them apart and it was really strange. Something came through that just, I don't know, it took, took them over in some way. Mm -hmm. Well, their friend that was there said their faces changed, particularly the older brother. He said he, yeah. his face changed and suddenly they're trying to kill each other. Yeah. Yeah. No, not good. Yeah. Oriana said when she was little, she went out in her nightgown barefoot into the snow uh, and did a pirouette in the air and told her mom she was with the dancer. <laughs> she went outside to dance in the snow with the dancer. Right. Michelle says if you want to hear Philip that she was talking about, if you go to at Trace of Shadows at YouTube, you can experience them. That's very cool. Cool. Red Girl said, we had something that would open a very specific squeaky drawer when I was little. My mom and I would both hear it in the middle of the night, get up, and it was closed. Yeah. Somebody wanted to get I your attention. That. Yeah. I love that because, yeah, it's, it's so, the, the purpose is so clear that it's someone just getting your attention that, hey, I'm here. Yes. Lauren, oh, it's such a good question. I don't know if we can answer it in full tonight, but we really should take this on soon. She said, do you think the portal is associated with the land the house is built on, or is there another reason some places have portals that can't be cleared? Both. Yeah, definitely both. There are portals that cannot be closed. Mm -hmm. Some portals are opened by us, like with Ouija boards. Mm -hmm. um, and those can be closed. Some portals are in the land and built in, and they cannot be closed. Sometimes they can be moved. We've been successful with moving them. But they don't stay. They slowly creep back into houses. And so mm -hmm. it's, it's Some a Some houses that have a portal are just not 
just never going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah. sad, but it's true. Short term, short term. If you live yeah. in a house with a portal, you just really need to learn how to identify it and close it or move yep. it if you have to move it. Yep. Uh, let's see. Mary said, my sister-in-law visited after she died. I actually have her voice laughing at my dogs. I was recording my husky playing and it was so clearly her voice. Nice. We have a friend who was remodeling a house and his dog was playing with somebody in this house. He was clearly, I mean, he was like doing the, like, get down and do this stuff, you know, and like, obviously playing with somebody. So he made a video of it. Uh, on his phone just to send over to his girlfriend and be like look what he's doing and in the video you can hear a little guy's voice go hey I'm playing it's clear as day it's clear as day day. and this is um, one of those houses that we've helped work on many 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 times yeah that house had a lot of problems a lot but that little boy was just playing with the dog (laughs) yep Patricia said, the house I live in is now 125 years old, and I see shadows, hear footsteps, and move just small things. My eight-year-old daughter will tell them to be quiet so she can sleep. It feels comfortable, not scary. Good. Good. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I don't know why. When I move my mouse, it knocks me way down in the chat. Okay. Oh, Sherry said, my eyesight is negative 6.5 in both eyes. I'll never see a ghost or a spirit at night because I can't see. Well, I'm with you, Sherry. My vision's about that same. Yeah, without my glasses on. (laughs) Nope. Well, you may see them more with your third eye, though, than with your ocular eyes. I definitely feel things, but when my eyes are, you know, I don't see a lot with my eyes open Mm -hmm. without my glasses. Oh, on the portrait. Yeah. She said it was a great, great Aunt Nancy. She died as a little girl. This was a portrait painted in the early 1880s. My mom insisted on bringing her home and hanging her above the mantle. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. And then having that portrait in the house, lots of bad things happened there until they removed it. Wow. Wow. Oh, Aaron said, I wish my former pets would haunt me. I miss, miss them so much. Well, then let's ask them to and ask them to get your attention. Yeah, definitely. I have a little kitty that does. I Not all of my pets that have passed do, but this little kitty named Skittles, she looked more like a, she was a bobtail, black and white bobtail, and she looked more like a bunny than she did a cat. And mm-hmm. she hopped and she would hop around a corner and the last thing you would see was her fuzzy little black tail. And I still occasionally will see that little black tail out of the corner of my eye go around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Once we were at a new age trade show in Denver when we still had our store and we went to a demonstration by uh, Lisa Williams and John Holland. And while they were on the stage, Lisa went, who has pugs? Who do all these pugs belong to? And the audience is totally silent. Like everyone's like, what is she talking about? And she's like, there's five pugs on the stage. Who has pugs? And finally this lady goes, I've had five pugs. And Lisa's like, are they all dead? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, will you tell them to get off the stage, please? And she said, 
okay. <laughs> then it was over. <laughs> it was so funny. Do you remember the donkey? Yes. That John Holland connected to? Yes. Wasn't his name Blue or something like that? Yeah. Tell that story. I can't totally remember it, but he kept asking who, uh, who, who had a pet named Blue? What about, wait a minute. Did someone have a donkey? And then they start talking and it was like their dad's favorite donkey named Blue or something. Mm -hmm. And that's who was coming through uh, with their dad was this yeah. donkey. And John Holland was absolutely like, I've never seen a donkey donkey come through for anyone before. He was blown away. It was really, it was really cool. Yeah. 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 That was hilarious. Actually. So funny. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> Oriana said, tell your brother that please. I, we have, I'm sure we've had this conversation. He doesn't listen to us and you know it. <laughs> yeah. I have pictures of my eyes and my face changing and spirit photos, especially a gargoyle goji that is a beautiful eye picture of his wings beside me, said Mary. Oh. Wow. Bianca, are negative entities rarer than the media portrays? Yeah. Very much so, yeah. Yeah. Red Girl, I've dreamed several times of loved ones from both sides of my family at my grandma's house. They are all laughing and talking and happy. I'm sure they were letting me know they are fine. Yeah, they absolutely are. Joe, I don't know if we're going to get to any readings tonight. We've got so much chatter going on here. I'm not sure that we will. Okay, thanks for being here, Rogue House. Let's see, Bianca said, when I was living with my mom's cousin Joey, he was having frequent night terrors, so was the neighbor boy. Both talked about seeing the hat man. Yeah, I know. Who is this bastard? How do we get rid of him? You know, I, I don't know, but I, it's something we could really look into. I've never actually worked on it. I've heard the stories. Mm -hmm. but I've never worked on who it is or why. And obviously it's someone who's just taking the form of a person. They're not a person. They're an entity. Um, yeah. but maybe that's something that we can take on and work on a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Oriana said, I would love to go to a new age show. Oh my gosh. We've had so much fun. New age trade shows. They're not as fun as they used to be. They, Started out super fun, kind of in Hay House's heyday, if you will, yeah. <laughs> when Louise Hay was living and they still mm -hmm. had, you know, a lot of really interesting talent on board. And um, they'd always have the biggest booth and a lot of their authors would be there and you could visit with them and go to their presentations and things. And it was really, really fun. Yeah. And yeah, of course, get piles, so many booths of crystals and jewelry and incense and all kinds of innovative things that were coming up in the new age world. And oh my gosh, it really is a really cool experience. Stephanie said, my youngest son who is 32 dreams of our dog Bentley in his dreams. Bentley talks to my son, like a human Bentley died very young from lymphoma. They have long conversations in his dreams. Stephanie, I love that. Oh, that's really sweet. And Jennifer said, I have recurring dreams of a friend that has passed away. Is it him coming through or is it just dreams? It's him coming through. Uh, I think your brain is turning it into a recurring dream because uh, that works for you. 
but I do think he's really coming through. Yeah. Yeah. And really, I mean, it's okay to trust that, that if you are having dreams about a person or a pet who has crossed over, it is because they are in fact visiting you. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to doubt it. And I know we all doubt ourselves and have trouble with that. But honestly, it's just them coming through, mm-hmm. you know, and it's okay to trust that and believe it because it feels good. We know that we we need those visitations and they really are happening. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Okay. I. Uh, Oh, because you guys are all asking about uh, calling in animals that have passed. So for spirit school for August, I will have the Tuesday session and let's do, uh, I'll do a guided meditation uh, energy session where we'll call in those animals and move you into a space where you can call them in and have an experience with them. So let's plan on that for spirit school for August. Yeah, that's a great idea. That'll be cool. Amanda said another channel announced that Candace is older. Older who, Amanda? Are we talking about her older sister? No, Candace, grandma, Candace. This is the. No, I know. Yeah. She's talking about the uh, summer. Yeah. Uh, Wells. Summer, case. summer Wells case. Her older sister did go off uh, missing, but she's still missing. Yeah. But is this an, an older child? I mean, I'm interested to know. Oh, Amanda. see, Candace's mother's name is Candace. Older Candace's uh, grandma. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Candace older went missing several years ago. Was looking. Oh, really? Oh, I'll have to look into that. That's wild. Okay. And last one, Joy said, in June, I asked about bringing my new puppy into my pack. The last dog I had was raised from puppy. I raised from a puppy, had ears that were different. He passed in November. This puppy does too, though they'll likely grow some. You bet. You bet it is. That's that's so sweet. You guys, if you want to get a reading from one of us, Mm -hmm. you can go to truecrimeparanormalpodcast.com and find Christy right there. All you have to do is message her right through... uh, the website, you can make an appointment and set your set your reading in stone, right? Yeah. Set it up. Sure. Yeah. In stone, I don't know. On the <laughs> internet, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> in quartz crystal, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to get a reading from me, go over to one listencom That's number one, number two listen.com. And click on the or, or just look for me, sorry. You don't have to do anything. Just look for me and you can. I'm usually there every day. Or if I'm not, you can just request a call back and I'll get back to work and, you know, and mm-hmm. be there for you. You can also just go to truecrimeparanormalpodcast.com and you can click on a, a button there to find me as well. Uh, to come have a reading through me, from me at one to listen So I work on a hotline and I have a contract on that hotline that I won't read off of it. So you do have to come through them to see me, but it'll be worth it. I promise. <laughs> and come follow me on Instagram yes. and TikTok. I'm, I'm eclectic healer on both. Um, I'm doing a lot of really fun things on those pages. So come and join me. If you're a TikToker, come join me on TikTok. If you're not, you can join me on Insta. 
Um, I'm doing a lot of fun stuff. Um, binaural beats meditations and fractal videos and quick mini healing sessions for everyone who watches the video, that kind of stuff. So definitely come join me there. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. All right. Well, that's what's up. So thanks you guys so much for being here. And you know, we will be back this weekend with a couple of pop-ups. We'll be back Monday with a brand new case. Lots of stuff happening. Some movement, big movement today in the Ballow case. We'll tell you all about it next week. So thanks so much for being here, guys. This has been yet another production of True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care. Bye, guys. Thank you.